Hey there, lovely souls. I'm your host, Allison Toth, and I want to give you a warm welcome to Wishing You Wellness, the podcast where mental health meets spirituality. When it comes to rock bottom, I've been there more than once, and I know what it's like to wake up daily to mental health struggles. On this podcast, I share insight and stories to help motivate and inspire you and to help you feel less alone in this. In Wishing You Wellness, we talk inner child healing, mindset shifts, radical self-love, the art of intentional living, and so much more. Think of me as your mental wellness bestie. If you're ready to step into your power and change your life, just hit play. Hello, gorgeous souls. Welcome back to the Wishing You Wellness podcast. It is so good to see you, whether it's your first time here or you've been listening since day one. I appreciate you so, so much. I love you. Thank you for taking some time out of your day to be here and to share this space with me. Um, Today's actually my 30th episode, which feels super freaking surreal because I feel like I just started the podcast like yesterday and suddenly I'm on the 30th episode. So as a special little... I don't know what a special something for the 30th episode. I brought back Garrett, who you guys may remember from our episode on dating with you when you, how do I say this? Dating when you have mental health concerns, I guess. We did that episode together. People really seem to love that collab and they seem to love Garrett. So I brought him back and today he's actually going to perform on his guitar and vocals and do a little song for us as like a happy 30th episode to wishing you wellness. So we're going to do that for you. Hey, this is Garrett, and this is Put Your Records On. Three little birds sat on my window And they told me I don't have to worry The summer came like cinnamon, so sweet Little girls that will touch on the concrete And maybe sometimes We've got it wrong but it's alright The more things seem to change The more they say the same Don't you think it's strange? Go put your records on Tell me your favorite song Just go ahead down. Yeah, 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 say I'll fire your faded jeans I hope you get your dreams Just go ahead, put your hair down You're gonna find yourself somewhere Somehow Oh, Lord knows You're gonna find yourself somewhere Somehow Somehow amazing thank you so much for sharing that with my listeners oh thank you so much I hope you guys love that even a third as much as I did because it took everything in me not to just start singing along with him so I'm going to leave Garrett's information at the bottom of the episode notes maybe his YouTube channel or just wherever he posts his music so you guys can keep up he is a newer artist but he is about to blow the hell up in my opinion so be here first he said oh be here first hear him first and yeah i'm glad we could start the 30th episode with a bang like that so you guys today's episode is going to be a little bit silly goofy it's gonna be okay it's gonna be a lot silly goofy because i did not anticipate or premeditate this episode in any way shape or form i actually just went out to brunch with some friends it was me garrett 
Alex. Um, she was a few episodes back on Talking Body, our body positivity neutrality episode. If you haven't listened yet, go listen. She spits some mad wisdom. Okay, she's spitting like an alpaca. That's the mimosas talking. <laughs> She spits some real truth in that episode. Give it a listen. But the last person who was with us at brunch is Juliana. So she is here for the first time. And I'm actually going to be interviewing not only Alex, not only Juliana, but both of them at the same time. Woo! It's a double entendre. I don't think I know what that means. It's a double. (laughs) (laughs) That definitely didn't mean what I thought. (laughs) But it's a double episode and you're going to get to hear from two wonderful souls. So I know that not everybody has already listened to the episode that I have with Alex, so I'm going to have her just introduce herself. Alex, if you'd like to share where you're from, something you love, whatever you feel called to share. Hello again. Um, Being put on the spot never gets easier. Um, I'm Alex. I am 27. I live in Missouri in the greater St. Louis area. Um, I'm just existing. I'm just having a good time right now. that's about all I got. I don't know. I'm on Instagram. That's my big thing. I do a lot of body positivity and um, like fashion and stuff like that. Um, but right now I'm just existing. And it's that's- amazing though. I have to say like, I love your Instagram and that's how me and Alex originally connected was through Instagram. We had just like mutually friended each other and started like hyping each other up. And I was like, a, this girl has so much fashion that I'm jealous and angry. But B, like the body positivity, I like how like open, open it is. It doesn't feel in any way like, you know how sometimes it can get closed off in the body positivity versus neutrality. It feels like us against them. I feel like you stand on this platform that's like, we are all in this shit together. I'm really good at playing the middle man. <laughs> Dude, yes, you are. And you're good at playing devil's advocate, which makes you perfect for podcasting because we can go back and forth so much easier when like we don't necessarily see completely eye to eye on something. And I try, you know, to host people on my show that are different from me sometimes because if I had every single episode, just like a bunch of Allison's on here, you guys would be so tired of this. You would be so over it. And you can say otherwise, but it is not true. Okay. You- You you get different perspectives and I hope that you guys keep hearing this stuff going on in the background because I think that the beauty of this episode is it isn't taking itself seriously. Um, A lot of my podcast, I'm kind of a stuffy mother effer and I like to spit the facts and the science and the study that I've done on psychology and stuff like that. But this is one of those episodes that I really want to just like not take itself seriously and just whatever flows goes. We actually don't even have one specific topic. We have a few things in mind to chat about, but we are not going to be stuffy about it. We're just going to ride this wave wherever it it may take us. Um, So Juliana, welcome to the show for the first time, my friend. Um, I met Juliana in therapy. Go girl. We have connected super, super well since I just remember her coming in and she told the story about how one time she was in her dragon onesie and she was looking for four leaf clovers and somebody called the cops on her because they thought she was on like scary drugs. And I was like, this girl needs to be my best friend. I was like, how do I make her my best friend and so we hit it off super well we went to the pride festival together all of us it was a really damn good time and now she's here on my show so juliana if you just want to tell my listeners where you're from what you're doing in life something you like um my name is juliana i'm 22 i'm from southern illinois i'm currently in college i study public health 
Um, I focus on emergency management, disaster preparedness. Uh, right now, I'm really focused on this research project that I've been doing for the past two years about healthcare discrepancies among the LGBTQ community. Um, and I put out a survey and now I'm just analyzing my results and such like that. So, so did you come up with that or was that something? Yeah, we had to pick our topic. Um, and so we had to do like literature reviews to find like gaps in literature and then what we wanted to cover. So, wow, that is amazing. And what year are you in school? While, while I was supposed to graduate last two months ago, actually. Oh. <laughs> so a senior senior, or what's it called? A super senior? I was also a super senior, but I forget what it's called. I was a five and a half year, so it, it's an extra lap. Like, Well, you see, um, how we met in therapy, yeah, I, that, that took me out of school for a second. So Fair enough, and I would say the reason I took an extra year and a half is because I should have been in therapy. Um, so moral of the story, people, is go to therapy. Like... Just go to therapy. So today, girls, I have a couple questions that I want to ask you just off the fly. And they're girl chat questions. And the first one that's like on my mind and on my heart is... (laughs) We are currently demonstrating ugly laughs that we have. So we're going to go around the circle and do them. Juliana, please do what you just did. (laughs) Do you ever hear people like that that are just like... (sighs) Do you have one, Alex? Do you have an ugly laugh? (laughs) Wait, was that real? Oh, man. <laughs> it's okay if it was real. We can't tell what's real and what's not. <laughs> I love it. I love it. But, okay. So, now that we had that big, long distraction from the question at hand, my question today for you girls is going to be... So, boundaries. Okay, boundaries. There are a lot of stances on boundaries. And I feel like sometimes when it comes to like the education of boundaries, the pendulum swings a bit too far and people start thinking that people simply disagreeing with them is like, oh, I'm setting a boundary. Or people start like cutting people off for making like simple human mistakes. And so I'm curious to know just a little bit more about how you guys feel about boundaries, personal boundaries, um, and how you feel about that concept with the pendulum like are we sometimes taking that a little bit too far and making it like oh I'm setting a boundary with a friend because they think differently about this so I'm going to block them on all forms of social media because they voted for a different senator than me that's a boundary because have you heard this I've heard people before and they're using the word boundary but I'm like "Ah, I don't think that's what you mean I think you mean like a a difference in opinion or like something something to that nature I think boundaries have more to do with us protecting our energy and also respecting the energy of those around us because we should have boundaries for ourselves not only for others but like interpersonal is that the word for it yeah like within yourself too so I'm curious if either of you have any thoughts on this subject I feel like with what you said um like the senator if you if you vote for this party or whatever my ex was very much like that um but I think if you know that that is a source of hostility, hostility between your relationship, you can set the boundary that you guys just don't talk about that. And that way it doesn't have to be like, you know, if we disagree, we can't be friends. Like this is just not something we don't, we just don't talk about this because we can't see eye to eye and it just causes problems. So that's what I do with my family. And there's a really beautiful feature on Facebook, the uh, unfollow button. And (laughs) if if you really can't stand what somebody's saying, you don't even have to like go out of your way to block and delete them out of your life just because you have one difference. You can just hit that little unfollow button and not have to be bombarded with it. Yeah, absolutely. And I think another thing that kind of stuck with me that you are asking is like, what is too much of setting a boundary? 
and maybe I'm really selfish, right? But I think boundaries are 100% about you. Mm -hmm. It's what you want to be around. It's how you want to be treated. I think you can set whatever boundary you want. Is it necessarily going to be the best option for the people around you? Maybe not, but... And it sounds so selfish, but again, like you're your number one person. So if you don't want some energy, like you don't have to deal with it. Unfollow Mm. it. Love that. Love that. And it's like, you don't have to have a a rhyme or reason either. Like if something makes you uncomfortable or doesn't sit right with you, that's that. You don't have to over explain. You don't have to like make people believe you. Like if something doesn't sit well and you feel the need to be presenting a boundary, like do it, do it, do it. Um, I feel like boundaries come with intuition. Like the way that I have found to realize when a a boundary is being violated by someone onto me or by me onto myself is like, I feel my intuition just kind of like swell. And I'm like, Ooh, something's off. Like something doesn't feel good. Something feels wrong in my nervous system. Like something feels bad. And I was never able to do that until I learned what boundaries were. And then I kind of knew like, Oh, I'm actually allowed to tell people when they're saying something that upsets me or doing something that upsets me. Yeah, absolutely. And I boundaries are a selfish thing, but I think where boundaries can become healthy is where two people both have equal boundaries that they're working harmoniously with, where one person's boundaries are not interfering on another person's and the other person's not feeling left out. Because I've totally been there where you feel like you you feel it and you can tell that like they are not treating you the way you would prefer. And maybe they're still taking care of themselves, but if that boundary is not like healthy i'm putting it in air quotes they can't see those but yeah wow and everything is so relative too because you know like in some friend groups i know that it's a big thing to like tease each other and like call each other swear words all the time and to like make fun of how each other are dressed because like that's what you do but like for me personally i would never surround myself with women who poke fun at me just to like make jokes i prefer to surround myself with women who are genuinely funny without having to be mean So, like, uh, curious about your take on that, either of you. Curious. (laughs) I'm going to let you guys in on a studio secret. They have little cue cards. (laughs) And whenever someone has something, they hold it up. And so they're both sitting there, like, looking at each other with their cue cards. (laughs) Do I have something in So essentially what I'm trying to say here is different people have different boundaries and that's okay. Like if people are in a friend group and they just roast each other all the time and that's what they like, power to them. Hell yeah. If I'm in a friend group where, you know, we don't make those types of jokes, hell yeah. But boundaries are interesting because each person has the capability of forming their own and you can also change them over time. And that's been powerful for me. I have boundaries that have evolved over time from you know, me and this person are super, super close. We're inseparable to maybe we only see each other every so often and in limited settings. And especially with being an addict in recovery, I really have to have good boundaries with who I'm around because I spin out quickly if I'm around the wrong people because you're easily led astray when you're an addict. You're kind of already looking for excuses to go off the deep end, go off the rail. And so when you meet people who are on that same kind of destructive vibe and they're not on a trip to the better versions of themselves, that can be really problematic. And so I find that in the last year of my sobriety, I have really just like tuned into how to set boundaries, especially with people who I used to partake in those uh, activities, those activities with, and just boundaries with myself, right? Like not letting myself have a supply because I know that if I have a shit ton of pills, I will take a shit ton of pills. Even if I do have something to fly, it is locked in a safe and my boyfriend has the key. I have set a ton of boundaries on myself and it's because I know that if I don't do this, 
nobody else is going to come around and make me. When we become adults, it becomes our responsibility. Boundaries are just rules. They're like kindergarten rules that were written up on the board, but they're the ones we're doing for ourselves now. And I'm so sorry because I did get off topic for that question for the 10th time, but I was asking Alex or Juliana and or Juliana what your guys' take was on this concept that different people have different boundaries and that's okay. And sometimes people won't necessarily mesh or be compatible because of that and that's okay. Yeah, so for me, honestly, I set a lot of hard boundaries. I'm very picky about my friends and it's... It feels mean sometimes because I do try to like see the best in everyone and hang out with anyone who who could, right? But there are just people that I don't get along with and I recognize that. And I don't know, for me, one of the things that I know a lot of people get really irritated about is I will cut people off all the time. And it's absolutely not me trying to be mean. It's always like I'm trying to connect with what they're saying. So for me, like I can't be friends with people that don't like that stuff, like don't like being cut off like that, or they at least recognize that I'm not doing it to be mean. Uh, And I mean, it's not that I couldn't be friends with them. I just know that like I would not be able to long term. I would always feel bad. I would always feel bad about cutting them off. And that's just how I've learned to engage with people. That's what works for me. And that's okay for me. And I know that vice versa, there are people that don't want to be friends with me for that same reason. And that doesn't have to be an inherently negative thing just because we don't communicate the same way. See, I have an ADHD brain. I've been wanting to cut you off for the past minute. (laughs) No, I totally get it though. Like, and I, there's so much going around on social media right now about how like cutting people off is the worst thing ever and it's like yes but you gotta understand that it's not coming from a wicked cynical place people are so eager and excited to connect with you that they're getting a little overzealous and they're cutting you off this is not some narcissistic narcissistic tactic to like bring you down it may be sometimes especially if it's happening over and over again and this person won't let you speak different story but like all in all if someone's just cutting you off because they're so excited or they want to relate that's another one there's like this thing on social media right now where if someone's venting to you and you say like that you've been in a similar situation it's bad and I do think making it about you is obviously not the word it's not the move like be there listen you should be saying I hear you I see you things like that but if at the end you want to tell them that you have been through something similar and like I don't think that that's the end of the world I think like if you're doing it right at the beginning and they're like hey I need to tell you something you're like oh I've been through that too it's one thing um oh Juliana has something so actually, um, uh, well, I realized you were talking about cutting people off. I was thinking literally like just stop talking to them. <laughs> but anyway, um, what you were saying, um, when they say that you really shouldn't bring up in conversation like, oh, I've been through the same thing or I've been through something similar. I think it's about timing and your intention behind it. Um, I did Lifesavers training where we did suicide prevention and basically communication breakdowns how to talk to somebody who's in a crisis and um at the time we were children so it was always give it to an adult so i can't really tell you now as an adult who to take Mm -hmm. it to but um they brought that up a lot and it can can sometimes seem very insensitive when somebody is coming to you and they're they're breaking down and this is terrible and and then you're like oh yeah well that one time like Mm-hmm. I've I've been in that situation where I just I just want to like shut up mm-hmm. like I don't read a room type shit. Yes, so I think you can. It depends on how you feel it out. Mm-hmm. So if you can feel that that person maybe just really feels alone, needs that connection, 
you don't even have to go into the full story. Just be like, hey, I've been in a similar situation and I also felt kind of like you did. And that way it's not like, I know how you feel because no, you don't. Mm -hmm. And I've been in your place because no, you haven't. It's just... And if then they want to pry further, then you can add on to it. I think, I don't know. Yeah, learning that I know how you feel doesn't help people is powerful. I've had to learn that in the last like year or two because I used to be one of those people who just wanted to fix it for someone. Someone would come to me to vent and instead of just holding space, I really struggled with like, let me give you advice. Let me listen to this and do this and do this. And I still catch myself sometimes, but I'm realizing, especially now working for a mental health hotline, the best thing you can do for somebody is just hold that space and just listen. And like, that's all they want is someone to talk to and to be able to be heard. And if you're talking, they can't be heard. And so, yeah, I think the only time it would really be appropriate to bring yourself up is if, like you said, the timing was right. It was the end of the conversation. You didn't go into extreme detail about your shit. You didn't make it about you. And your intention was only to normalize what was going on with them and make them feel better rather than kind of get into your shit. Yeah, I absolutely agree too. And I think the key with that is totally balance, right? Because I have some of my best friends are the friends that I can rally back and forth with where I tell a story, they tell a story, I tell a story and we'll interrupt and that's fine and we'll go on tangents. And it's so much about like making sure that they get their whole piece in before you come in with your thing or they're like open to you taking it. And yeah, if someone's hurting, you do, you have to stop and listen and that can be hard, but it's, it is listening is the most powerful tool usually. Yes. And I'm curious, how do you ladies feel about no is a full sentence? Because I've been really feeling into that this last year. No is a full sentence. If somebody asks me if I want to hang out, I no longer make bullshit excuses. I just say, hey, I feel like staying in. I, I'm going to hang out by myself. I'm not really in the mood to hang out. Instead of making up excuses and trying to justify why I can't hang out with somebody, I'm now working towards this place where I can just be like, I, I don't want to. No is a full sentence. So how do you guys feel about that? I love it. That's absolutely how I am. I am a, I'm a sleeper. Here's my thing is I'm an 11 hours of sleep a night kind of girl. So like if I'm hanging out late with people, I'm never, I'm the first one to be like, mm, it's nine o'clock guys. I, I gotta go. I know I'm the grandma of the crew, but I respect like my I respect myself in the sense where I know what I need to like have a happy week and whatnot. And I will do my best to achieve that. I will say the unfortunate thing is sometimes I feel like you can get stuck in boundaries and maybe I'm taking this a completely different direction, but there have been a lot of things that I've missed out on for those same reasons. Cause I never want to stay up and I'm always willing to be like, no, I'm going to go to bed. Mm. Um, there were a couple of rites of passages Juliana mentioned earlier that I've never been through because I peace out early and I do respect myself enough to do those things. And there can be fun in the unexpected. So maybe now we're having a conversation about balance. I like that. Like about the balance between having those personal boundaries to protect yourself and to keep you on a good path, but also not limiting yourself and holding yourself back from the big, vibrant, wild, crazy life you deserve. Because we were put on this earth, my friends, my girlies, to have fun, to experience, to dress our sim avatar every morning, however the hell we want, to fall in love, to fall out of love, to have our hearts broken, to break hearts. Like, what is this face, Alex? Oh, it's coming to her. I don't know. You said the same thing, and I just feel like we need to take a moment to do like an outfit breakdown of what we all wore to brunch because we all <laughs> looked so cute, but we were also all dressed so differently, and I loved it. Yes. Okay, so our brunch fits. In case you guys were wondering, Allison Sim is wearing a pink shirt with little with little hearts on it, and she was wearing her little jeans. Alex's Sim 
How would you describe your attire? I was like, it's like this cute little slinky halter dress in like a mauve a color mauve. with some brown sandals and mm. some like loose waves. It's almost like a raspberry color. She's holding a raspberry tee and I'm like, oh, honestly, similar. Um, Juliana, would you like to, Juliana's is the coolest actually because she made her fit. Mm-hmm. I made my shirt, I crocheted it. It's a halter top, it laces up in the back and then I'm wearing uh, black corduroy bell bottoms. Ooh, she's styling, she's styling and profile. Okay, so now that we have caught you up on what each and every one of our Sim characters is wearing today, Juliana, I know you had a follow-up on that. Um, Kind of like Alex was saying, how she frequently leaves the party early and misses out. I kind of go through phases where I'm either going out every night and I don't want to stay at home, or I'm a complete recluse and I don't talk to anybody. And I still struggle to find that balance, but I think what I've realized now is that with either option, you're missing out on something. Like you're never, you're either gonna be alone and miss out on potentially making good connections with people or you're gonna be out and put yourself in a bad situation or you know engage in negative behaviors. So I'm still trying to find that balance, but um, I think it's definitely important to at least force yourself out of that comfort zone. I read this mini book. It was like a tiny little 50-page book about FOMO, and I needed to read it so bad. Fear of missing out, I struggle with so bad. And then I heard this on a podcast one time. You're not missing out. You're gaining in a different way, and that changed everything for me. And now when I do choose to stay home instead of go out with friends, I'm like, okay, but I'm not just sitting home and staring at the wall. I'm working on my podcast, which is building my future. I'm doing yoga. I'm working on my relationship with myself by journaling and letting myself sit alone and not be afraid of being by myself. Um, Yeah, and you say that, and you talked about us all at Pride yesterday, and I actually love you set your boundary really clearly on Pride. Everybody wanted to keep hanging out, and you were the host, and, like, everyone was like, Allison, come on, come on, and you were like, "Mm, no, I have to work, actually. I can't make it, and you you strong-willed it. You were not... Ups. You were like disappointed, like that you couldn't hang out. Sure, but you were like, no, this is this is what I have to do. This is my boundary, and I I have scheduled this time to work, and I'm gonna do it. And oh, thank you for seeing good. that and for sharing that with me because it was such a hard boundary to set. Because being someone who is now interested in being an entrepreneur and getting into the world of coaching and the world of digital. I, I don't know, e-commerce and like, I just want to get into all things virtual so I can work from my phone and, you know, be nomadic as much as I want to, to the extent that I want to. And so where was I going with that? <laughs> um, that has nothing to do with the mimosa. That one's literally just Alice in brain. I was saying that now that I'm trying to become more of an entrepreneur and work for myself as opposed to like the corporate setting, it's really important that I'm able to set these boundaries. Otherwise, I am dealing with work shit at two in the morning and I'm working 15, 16 hours a day and I'm just not taking breaks and I'm not resting. And there are days, especially when I'm manic, because being bipolar, it's especially hard to set boundaries with myself where I'll be up for like three days in a row working on stuff and my partner will bring me food and be like, eat that. And I'm like, no. And then I have to go really deep inside of me and it's not easy and I'm not telling you it's going to be easy, but I go deep inside of me and I'm like, dude, you got to stop. Your body needs fuel to keep going. This is a firm boundary. This isn't like a up in the air kind of boundary. This is a firm boundary because there's, I think there's firm and there's like lighter boundaries. Like me telling my friends, Hey guys, I love you. I cannot host this shindig anymore. Seven hours. My social battery is down. I have work to do. You know, the drill, like (laughs) 
Yeah, I totally agree with you. And not to like, I don't know, I feel <laughs> I'm that girl that always brings everything back to food. But one of the boundaries that I've had to be, you said like eating your meals is a firm boundary and it absolutely is. It is for me too. And I'm that friend, like when I'm with a group of people, I'm like, mm, it's lunchtime. Okay, my firm boundary is we need to go eat. I cannot be the one sitting here. Like I'm not going to starve to hang out with the group. I don't know, you, firm boundary, that's one for me. I'll get hangry and like, mm-hmm. then I won't be a good time. And then you won't want to be vibing with me anyway because I'm so hangry. Okay, your turn, Juliana. Is there a certain boundary that you hold really true to or one that you would stick to till the end? I cannot feel controlled by the other person in any way, shape, or form. I'm so spiteful Mm -hmm. that I will do it even more. Mm -hmm. So if you feel like somebody's trying to give you rules, like if your boyfriend's like, no, you can't wear that sexy outfit. I forbid you. I've got to be careful with what I say here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, no, I would go out of my way mm-hmm. to, to make a point. You would wear pasties and a thong and like stripper heels and go out in the streets and just like do the Marilyn Monroe over like a little vent. That's what I would do too. I, I agree with that hundred percent, like being controlled. Like I can't feel like that. I also, I, I don't like when people, I, I feel like they're extremely jealous and maybe I'm thinking more of like a romantic boundary, mm-hmm. but I only have a few friends that I really involve myself with and I rarely find myself having to set those boundaries with my friends so these are the boundaries and like familial boundaries um, are the ones that I really have to set so but if I feel like I'm being controlled which happens in relationships and within my family or like jealousy like gross that grosses me out and I can't I think relationship boundaries are one of the biggest and most tricky to navigate ones because this is who you spend most of your time with, the majority of anybody else that you see. This is someone who knows every part of you, every facet, and this is someone who sees a lot of different versions of you and different states and forms. And so, yeah, when you're just dealing with an acquaintance, you may have to set a boundary like, hey, stop calling me for rides at 3 a.m. all the time. But like with a partner, you may have to set a hard boundary that like feels uncomfortable. Like, hey, if you speak to me that way again, I'm sleeping at my parents' house tonight. Hey, if you bring up something from the past again, we're done with this conversation and we're taking two hours off and then coming back to it. Things that, you know, are a little bit more serious or even, and I don't know if you would call this an ultimatum, but if a relationship gets to the point being able to say, hey, if your behavior doesn't change, I am leaving because I feel like if you're doing that all the time, that's manipulating and gaslighting and emotional abuse, quite frankly. But if one time your partner cannot get their shit together and you're like, hey, get it together or I'm out of here. That is a very, very, very firm boundary. Um, You just got to, it's a fine line with that because when I was uncovering the fact that I was struggling with borderline personality disorder. I would frequently dump my partner and then try to get back together with them and then dump them again and then get back together with them on a Wednesday because it was Wednesday and I felt lonely and it was $5 movie night and you got to have a date to $5 movie night. And so, but what I'm saying here is that shit is toxic. That's actually called splitting and borderline personality disorder. It's wafering back and forth between thinking someone is great and really putting them up on a pedestal to devaluing them and stuff like that. And so if you do this and this is a problem for you, um, it's something that's actually pretty simple to address. You just catch yourself doing it. And every time you do it, you put your fucking hand over your mouth and you stop yourself. And you think I'm kidding, but I literally have been doing that lately. I'll find myself just going like, oh, she pissed me off. She's a bad person. And I'm like, nope, that's enough, Allison, because that's not Allison. That is a voice in my head that I am not claiming. Those thoughts, I'm the observer of those thoughts. Those thoughts are not mine. Those are thoughts that have been implemented in my brain through society, through like past relationships, through all kinds of things. So I'm 
also, I'm curious. Oh, Alex is making a curious face. I just feel like, okay, but like, what if they were kind of being a bitch? <laughs> okay, to what level of bitch are we talking? I don't know. I'm just like, I don't know. You're saying like, uh, drawing that fine line, like if someone's treating you or someone you think you are reacting to someone and you're like, wow, they're being mean, da, 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 da. And sure, you can try to look at it from an analyzing eye, but like at the same point, like if you're feeling like someone is, if someone, if you're feeling like someone's being a bitch, like either they probably are, or you guys are at the very least just not communicating in the way that is like a healthy and conductive boundary for friends. Mm -hmm. And it's your reality too. Yeah. That reminds me of what we were saying earlier that, you know, just because they were being a bitch doesn't mean they're necessarily a bad person. Cause sometimes you have to be the asshole. Mm -hmm. Like there's always an asshole. There's always an asshole. And sometimes it has to be you. You have to be. Oh, man. Assholes are like opinions. Everyone's <laughs> everyone's got to. one. You've got to have one. You've got to. No, I love that because I am 100% the bitch sometimes where it's like, um, I know it sucks when I want to leave at 9 o'clock and everybody's like, no, don't go. And it's like, no, party's over for me. I'm, I'm out. Sorry. Choo-choo. Train's taken off. And see, I'm the other end of the spectrum. I have struggled with people pleasing. As a trauma response, I have learned that if I fawn, 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 you know, there's freeze flight all of those fight i'm minus fawn which is like obsessive people pleasing and like begging people to stay and like going out of my way to make other people happy and long term that has led to so much resentment and it has made me an angry bitch okay like people pleasing does not pay off long term yeah i have to tell you that sounds absolutely exhausting Mm, yeah i'm tired i'm tired and i have learned that not only is that doing me a disservice that's doing people around me a disservice because i'm resentful i am like not communicating my needs to people and then getting angry when they're not meeting them and I'm not communicating my boundaries and then I'm like why aren't they meeting them uh and so about six months ago when my spiritual journey began I started testing the waters and like placing a very very tiny boundary and it was small at first but I'm trying to just get to a place where I realize that my voice is as equally as important as all the other voices in the room and my my vote counts because I feel like for a long time I was very conceited, me, me, me. And then it's the pendulum thing. It swung the other way. And now I'm like, how can I make everyone around me feel good? I don't care how I feel as long as they're all having a good time. I'm that host at the party that's walking up to everybody like you vibing, you good. What do you need? Yeah. And what's crazy too is when you're not taking care of your own needs like that, you become, you end up becoming a burden for others too, though. Like there is completely another side where there's that person that's people pleasing so hard that they're then like neglecting the other people close to them or they're neglecting themselves. And because they're neglecting themselves, they become harder to bear from other people near them. And it's, it is, it's a balance. Yeah. I can testify that because I was that hard to bear person for a long time. I have some really close familiar relationships like that where this person's always people please, people please, people please. And over the years, they've developed a sort of sense of entitlement that we must also please them or that they're incapable of pleasing themselves and that it must come from somebody else because they please us. So why don't we please them? It's like I give you this and I expect something in return kind of thing. Yeah. And that's not giving because that's not agape giving. That's just giving to receive with the intention of getting something. Yeah, a hundred percent. That's a martyr. We we don't stand martyrs. That is <sighs> martyrdom. And I feel like it was. I don't know if it's just me. I feel like in. T- I'm not going off my parents. I'm going off parents in general. I feel like that's the thing with parents in general. You'll come home or whatever. They're like, I did all of the cleaning all by myself, and it's like, well, you didn't ask me. 
I mean, to be fair, though, I do have this newfound, like, as I've turned 27 and become an adult, I have this newfound appreciation for my mom cleaning. And, like, I'm like, no, wait, I do kind of get it. Do you know how mad I would be if I spent all day cleaning and my bratty kids came home from school and made a mess? Like, in some ways, our parents were kind of on it. But I get what you're saying. Sometimes you have to be an asshole, even if you're a kid. (laughs) That's a good one, dude. Kids are allowed to be that way, too. Okay, okay. So this has been super, super fun, but I feel like we are all hungry and need to have a snack and a water break and a relaxation sesh. And this episode doesn't feel like one of those where we need to take a break and come back. It's not that deep. Like we've been saying, this is a very silly, casual, fun episode, a silly, goofy mood episode. And so I want to just say thank you guys for being on the show. Alex, thank you for coming back. Juliana, thank you for being here the first time. I hope that you will come back another day for a more serious episode, maybe a little less silly goose vibes. Is there anything you guys would like to say before we get off air you can leave your instagram alex i could leave yours in yeah, the we can it's at alex madovich mm, i'm gonna spell the whole thing i guess um a l e x m a t i j e v is in victor i c h that is like one of the <laughs> longest most complex last names i've ever heard in my life honestly i love it well thank you guys so much for listening it has been real and it has been fun and if you haven't yet make sure you're signed up for my free workshop on july 9th i'm going to be good teaching going into a little seminar all about romanticizing your life how to do that every second of every day and it's going to be awesome i love you guys so much thank you for being here and as usual This has been Wishing You Wellness.